0: <laughs>
1: all right but, hey frankie and chinook again everybody uh, another episode of no father no problem are we, we starting yeah yeah
0: we just started that brother what the hey, shit he always sneaks up on yeah, everything like right? you didn't say what? nothing dirty what? right now right? i don't give a yeah. shit i'm still gonna say something dirty. all right all the right, bees right. the bees and the h's what up big perm we're here with the uh, walter reyes comic uh Walter Reyes uh, I know you got another other stuff on your resume bro throw them out there whatever the, uh, the
2: sultan of and... I don't even know what you want me to say <laughs> I, wait, wait. you want me to say what my astrologer said <laughs> or do you want me to say what I what I think on paper I am I don't know bro. life coach you know uh, yeah, yeah that's in that's now a new, a new a new part of it but yeah I, I do I've been doing stand up comedy uh you know realistically since I was 4 years old um but you know performance wise on stage for 12 years I've uh, been in the mortgage or real estate industry since 2003, and recently, maybe like the last five, well, actually, yeah, definitely the five last five years started on um, May 10th, uh, uh, 20, what was it, 20, fucking 2015, May 10th, and I remember this is my mom, it was my mom's birthday, but I also had a comedy show, and that was the first day I woke up, and so I started this little journey when you talk about life coach or whatever that little personal development, personal growth. Like I was just finding like, you know what? Life sucks cause you suck. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Like it was enough of pointing the finger at, oh no, I did. life sucks cause uh, you sucked at raising me and you sucked at loving me and you sucked at being honest and you sucked at being loving and whatever the fuck it, it was, you know? Yeah. And so then eventually it just woke up and like, you know what? No, it's me. I, 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 I got a lot of this to own up to, but I don't know what it is. But what I did understand was this. Actions come from my brain. Yes. These actions don't happen without my brain. And if I continue to take actions that make me feel like a piece of shit, what's up with my brain? Like, why is my brain doing me like this? Yes. Why is my brain cock blocking me? Why is my brain fucking with me? Why is it my brain not giving me what I want. What the fuck? And then I knew that I was that's what I mean by I knew I was the problem. Yes. And it's not like to be, well I was unkind at the moment, but now having done a half a decade of work, I know that it's you just be aware. Yes. We talk about awareness. You know, just awareness of even that like, oh all right, I behave this way because of X, Y, and Z. In my particular case Fear of failures and seven years old, you know, unbalanced love the first eight years of my life, you know, the formidable years, you know, the first three years of your life is when you really, really, really kind of set the bar for love, how you're being loved. But then the next five years still matter so much and affect how you're really going to view yourself and view life and view everything that fucking happens to you. And then you fast forward and you're 35 and you're like, what the fuck's going on? You know, I live... How did I get here? (laughs) How did I get here? Hey, uh... uh,
1: Some... Some of the stuff I picked up, man, uh... And that was the purpose of our podcast. The... The no father, no problem thing. It was more to be like a kick to the balls for everybody. Like, once you're an adult, it's on you, man. Right? It's on you to go get it. Your past, whatever it is, it made you to where you're at now. So, you could either use it as an asset, or you could use it
2: as... To hurt yourself, like you said, in your
1: mind and all that.
2: But people... but But even that, like... It sounds real easy. You, you made it sound real easy right now. Like you could sell <laughs> a 1999 course just on what you said right now. Yeah. But the reality is that, like, and this, I'm gonna use myself, bro. Yes, honor student most of my life. Went to college. Smart dude. Based on where I came from, hey, California. Smart dude. Relatively smart dude. And when I realized how much I didn't know and understand. It fucking blew my mind, bro. And so you have to be, this is why empathy is so huge. Like, even if you haven't been in someone else's shoes, just try. Yes. Just try because it's not that simple. And I understand that now. It's, it makes you understand depression and drug addiction and other addictions, sex addiction, all this other shit, whatever. It makes you understand vices because, because the brain is fucking mischievous. Yes. And and people don't have awareness of the difference between the brain and their spirit. And their spirit wants to do good. There's nobody that doesn't want to own a house. There's nobody that doesn't want to have money in the bank. There's no one that wants to be STD free. There's no one that, you know (laughs) what I'm saying? Like, Like, people want to be healthy. Like, People want to, I weighed 360 pounds (laughs) and at the time I thought I was mad confident and I was like, I still get pussy and I'm fucking, you know, I'm killing the comedy scene, whatever. But I was miserable. I was sad. I was like not, and that was a reflection of my unhappiness or my lack of life and balance and health and wellness and all this shit. Your shield. Boom. Like your shield. Well, what made me that size, it was vices that numbed pain. See, the only reason people act like pieces of shit is because they don't know how to handle their pain. Okay. I That's get. really... If you come across a piece of shit, I guarantee you it's because they don't know how to handle their pain or their need of love. It's one or the other. They don't know how to handle it. So they're so uncomfortable that they're going to make you feel like a piece of shit. And it just requires some awareness and then go... Like you said, like, okay, you went through what you went through, but you it's up to you to make it totally... 100% accurate. You're right. But what it takes to make it happen, that's where the work is unpredictable. Okay. Because you don't know what I went through. True. And I don't know what you went through. And I don't know what he went through. At all. And we, we could have grown up in the same fucking neighborhood, went to the same schools, had the same teachers. But even when we went to sleep, it was different. Yes. And who was under our roof was different. And the energy those people gave us was different. And what they educated or not educated us on was different. Yeah, uh, I think that's the main thing, uh, at least for myself.
1: Empathy would be the number one thing for me because I judge everybody on my circumstances, you know? Like, I made it through some shit. What the fuck is your problem, you know? Yeah. yeah? And it's not that, like you said.
2: That's the worst has thing you could do, bro. Everybody has it's different, so like, unfair.
1: Everybody had different psychology, different... Physical attributes, fit, the separate, uh, upbringing, uh, core as far as, uh, mentors.
2: So I mean, there's a lot of so many uh, aspects. And, and that. you're, and you're a parent, bro. Like you're a parent. Yes. And, and you're, I guarantee you, you're doing that to your kids. Like, yes. We get domesticated by our parents based on what they went through. So my mom, when I first brought it up to her that she didn't love me, she wanted to fucking kill me. Because in her head, she loved the fuck out of me, but because in her head, loving the fuck out of me was, you're in America, dick, and you have dope ass food and clean clothes, brand new clothes, and you live in Los Angeles, California, dickhead what the fuck are you talking about? And I'm over here like, (laughs) I have to pretend I got lice for you to touch me. You know, I have to pretend that I have piojos so that you would sit me down and rub my head for a second. And that was affection to me. You know what I'm saying? And she, it took her till now where she now process it because now you see, this is another thing with the way she grew up, no television, no program, no TV shows, no samples of what really nice living is like, right? Like having a house Mm -hmm. and both parents and fucking siblings that didn't want to stab you. (laughs) And like, you know, just like a nice, peaceful life. Then she starts watching it as I'm growing up. And then a decade after that, she's like, oh, I get it. Yeah. I didn't hug you. And now I'm learning (laughs) how important a hug is and how important it is to tell your children that you love them, Mm -hmm. And how important it is to pay attention to what life they're living around you, because it will never be like what you went through. And uh,
1: and uh, I think that's my uh, my
2: divide with my
1: twenty year old. I have a twenty year old son. That everything everything he does, I'm like fucking pussy. You know, you have a cool bitch. You know, like yeah. like get out, of, get your head out of your ass. You know, <laughs> or or any any of his problems <laughs> seem minute like to me. But like you said, he's living a different life than I was. And my answer to everything is punch him in the chest or something, you know, <laughs> like, like, man, know what, no, but, bitch.
0: But for our, our generation, you got to remember that we're, we're like the hinge, you know, our, our family, our parents were in Mexico. We're here in the United States. So they have, they have things that they learned over there. Yes. And how do they apply them to where we're at now? there was a big learning curve for them. Yes. Absolutely. Once generations goes, you know, another two generations, and, you know, there might be, uh, by grandson, I come out okay. You know what I mean? (laughs) But for (laughs) me, I'm a It (laughs) might take a couple of generations here in the States, but there's going to be a big learning curve from the parents. In Mexico, it was... I got to give you food. I got to give you a roof and let the village raise you. And that's kind of the way these are. Over here, no, they, they, there's a lot more. I was still, way.
2: I was still, but I was still in that and it was over here. My, 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 my family's from El Salvador. And so even that alone, they traveled another extra thousand to two thousand miles yeah. than some of your fucking parents are uh, lazy asses. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just
0: kidding. And they tapped that across, <laughs> you know. Yeah.
2: I was trying <laughs> to just, like I'm in, from Minnesota,
0: That's a like two hours and fifty yeah, minutes. Dude. That's a pole vault.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, They'll come, come here for vacation. Yeah, yeah. But you know, like for 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 a lot. And, uh, what was what were you just saying? Oh no, that 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 let the village raise you. I feel like my generation. I grew up. I'm a, I'm I was born in '79, and I grew up in the '80s in LA in southeast LA, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and and. uh that a lot of that was that like we we were partially raised. I mean, I had my own keys since I was seven years old. Yes, you know, I walked myself to elementary school. I don't remember being walked to school, and I'm pretty sure my mom at least took me the first day or two. But it was only half a block away from my house, so it was real easy for going. Like, oh, you got it, yeah, you know, like. And then she made sure that I would leave with other kids from my apartment complex, so it's like fucking thirty of us going to school. You know, so mm-hmm. we just walked as a posse, but it was still, I didn't see her till 6, 630. You know, she left at 637. So I'm just like, I, I grew, I raised myself. Oh and yeah. Like, and I even that, you. like she just, she's just now processing how much I raised myself and how fortunate she is that I wasn't a gangster, that I didn't, didn't get courted in, that I didn't get somebody pregnant. Cause I had ample of opportunity. I saw my first pussies in at seven years old on Thanksgiving, like what are you serious <laughs> right. I swear this I mean, is a true story and damn, she knew what she was doing
0: oh she knew she, she was showing
2: us here she showed it to me she planned it she fucking told me meet me in my parents room at this time like she planned it so I look back now I'm like I wonder what she went through for her to have that skill set at seven years at old that at, age, that at that you. age you know what I'm saying like that's the jungle I grew up in and some of us didn't escape Some of us knocked somebody up. Somebody joined the gang. Some, and a lot of it was, it wasn't that my mom, because my mom was loving me. It was, it, that was the reason why I was so vulnerable to the jungle. Right? Because she was busy making money to show me love. Yes. Mm -hmm. To give me a roof, to give me food, to give me clothes, to give me toys, to give me fucking hamburger money that Mm -hmm. other kids didn't fucking have hamburger, hamburger money, you know? So like, it's just so many levels that now I look back and I just appreciate that I made it through that shit. And you look back and I think a lot of the problems now is this is where I like the older crowd because there's still value in that, that man mentality yeah. that, that we still have caveman DNA, but it continues to get more domesticated and more domesticated. Like you're domesticating your son and then society's trying to domesticate us too. That. Pounding our chest is frowned upon, you know, that going to do a Spartan race. What, 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 what for? <laughs> gladiator? What are you going to, what? We're not in the fucking, it's not Julius Caesar era no more. Everything's, Chill like, out. everything's like Neanderthal, you know, like, like, like but it's really like- not. It's a fucking organized course that if he twisted his ankle, medics would be right there because he paid for the insurance. <laughs> it's not that crazy.
0: You know, it's not like literally you get lost in the fucking forest and all of a sudden you got to go. <laughs> I haven't eaten in four days. Yeah, like. I think Spartan was the insurance company that covered the race. <laughs> 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 I don't know what it is? Somebody was going it's name that, you know, you know? Spartan or a Club Med or something. Mercury. Yeah. <laughs> you look, well, let's let us go back real quick. Seven years old. Seven years old. You bro. know what surprised me about that is that you can tell time at seven. You know, <laughs> at seven <laughs> o'clock, go there and you're just... and Ooh. you had you had the soft control to be like fuck at seven. I'm gonna see something. Yeah. yeah. And it, that's nuts. And then yeah. I
2: froze, bro. I froze. She sat down. Lifted up her skirt, and I was like, what the fuck? I froze. It wasn't exciting to me. It was scary as fuck. It was Thanksgiving. And it was an apartment complex with, like, the driveway in the middle, the two the 14-unit two, uh, buildings on each side of the driveway. And then we lived on the last two on the bottom – And next behind theirs was the playground. And that's where her family had the whole family out there with tables and shit and with chairs. And that's where they were eating. So the house was empty. So she planted, got me in there. But I know everybody's out there. (laughs) And I'm friends with her older brother who's like 11 or 12. I'm like seven, bordering eight years old. That's like my hero at this moment. (laughs) And his little sister showing me shit. I have a crush on her 15-year-old sister. And I'm just like, what is going on? That's man. insane. And then man. her sisters knock on the door. Boom, I'm like, what the fuck? Where do I hide? <laughs> and I just like kind of like went into you know that Homer? That Homer bush. Goes into the bush and, yeah, and backs up the I window. went into the closet, bro. Like <laughs> I hid into like in between jackets and shit. You could totally see the thing.
0: <laughs> get oh, out, man. Walter,
2: get out. I'm like, oh, and I ran outside. I'm like, fuck this. But that whole family was corrupt. Like the 15 year old. Yeah. She we would I would go collect cigarette butts in the parking lot. So that she could smoke them, and then we had a little clubhouse in the back, and that was like my first makeup session was with the
0: fifteen year old. Wow! I
2: man. grew up fast, bro. Damn! I then, then you go fast. to
0: you go to Thanksgiving uh, table and there's a turkey there, and they're trying to pull something out of the the uh, vagina of it. Yeah, yeah. Like, not again.
1: <laughs> <It's> like pudding. <laughs> <or> <laughs> it's, not it? It? No. it's not even seven? Like, no, no the stuffing and
2: shit. Like what's the stuffing?
0: No, no, no. That no, your shit. daughter. daughter. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, but yeah. <laughs> so, so it's just a lot of. For me, a lot of a lot of empathy is very necessary, bro. Because, I mean, you did not even even the people that live with you in your house did not go through what you went through. Not the same way, not the same way. Like this is why you have so many disconnects between siblings. You know, you grew up in the same household, but certain parents showed certain kind of love and different kind of love, and then different favoritism and more of this. And the fucking first one got all the wrath, and then the last one's like no one gives a shit about. So it's like all these things, right? But you expect them to get it, to understand it. And this is where I go back to myself. And I could only use myself because that's the only person that I know for sure. I was a smart kid. I know I had a good heart. And I still couldn't get it together. And it was just now I understand it. Yes. Love. I didn't have my dad. I always wanted my real dad. My uncle came in for a second. It felt like a dad. He got there, I I was less than a year old, I think, when he got into my life. So, I'm looking and feeling that, right? And then mom meets stepdad, and then he bounces, so I lose a dad. Yeah. And then I'm like, all right, well, I got another one. That's cool. And then he's a dick. And I don't want this one. And now I'm blaming the real one for not being here, because now you've made way for this real one. Mm -hmm. I mean, this fake one to come in, and he's a fucking dick. So... All that subconscious shit, that's what our generation needs to start learning because it's really creating that disconnect that you just described with your 20-year-old. And you don't want to be be disconnected from your fucking son. And my mom did not want to be disconnected from me. But for a long time, we were. For a decade, I didn't talk to my sister. You know, like, there are so many levels of disconnect. But at the end of it, if you just listen to your spirit, bro, we don't want that shit. Yeah. Because the reality of it, whether you understand it now, or you're super religious and you get it, or you're a shroom head and you take fucking hallucinogens to see the connection of humanity and ourselves, we're all one. That's the reality of it. We're all one. We just all had different experiences. And we all have different fucking brains that got corrupted some way, somehow. And then it's all going back. This is where, this is why I disagree with what you said earlier. You have to go back and have the balls to look at everything you experience because it takes balls. The reason people love the whole, quote unquote, move on shit, because that's easy, but it's not easy because that's that's why you're 50 years old and beating your wife, because you never had the courage to go back and look at your reality and look at how sad you were at seven years old when your stepfather broke your heart. How sad you were when you were 10 years old when your sister broke your heart. How devastated you were when your mom didn't back you up at 12, 13. Now you feel like really alone. Like, and people don't have the balls and it takes balls to go back and look at that and not take it personal anymore. Because yeah. the
0: reality is what all them did had nothing to do with me. Walter, um, let's do this. When you say go back, you're, you're, you're saying, Think about the situation you were in. Go through it and just say, you know what? I forgive this person for doing this for me. Or I accept what happened. I put this behind me. And, you know, go through situations that way. How how do you... The way
2: way I describe... The way I I know it to to be the most beneficial is go feel it all over again. Like, feel it. Go sit there. Pretend you're seven years old again. And go feel it again. Because what's going to happen is... The truth is going to come out. Right now, I'm a, I use myself again. Seven years old, my stepfather tells me I'm going to be basically a piece of shit. I'm going to be a loser. I'm going to be a cholo. I'm going to be a horrible son. There's no future for me. At seven, eight years old, he tells me this shit. This is someone that, I, like I said earlier, I want, oh, oh, this is my new dad. Okay. But he's still my dad. We're cool. And now you just destroy my heart. Right? Take it personal. sits touches my subconscious. I trust you. You're my dad. Why would you lie to me? I guess that's the truth, right? And that sits in there. And then when I do this exercise, when I go revisit that moment, it's not true. But at that moment, I accepted it as truth. There's something called the realm of reality versus the realm of meaning. The realm of reality is real life events that have happened. Real life events. Molestation, rape, beatings abandonment, whatever the fuck you went through, it happened. It's real. But when that happens, we attach a story, AKA a meaning to that episode. So that's where the subconscious mind gets locked in at that moment. So at seven years old, I only have a seven year old understanding. And if you want to get more detailed it's a seven-year-old Salvadorian that was made in El Salvador, delivered in in California without his father. Thought his uncle was his dad. His uncle wasn't his dad. Then a stepfather came in and then he wasn't his dad. Then he ended up being a jerk. So you see, yeah. there's lev- all these levels of shit at that moment where yeah. I attached a story. Yes. Dang it. And now since that age... I live the rest of my life with that fucking lie in the back of my head, controlling every decision I make. You made it into the reality. Immediately. Yes. Instantly. And so people don't have the courage to take inventory. And if they would just process that what's really happening is you're just making sure that you wrote down the right story. That it was true. So when I discovered that I had been living with a fear of failure because of that moment that I felt I wasn't worthy, that I wasn't going to succeed, that I was a loser when, when I like realized that. And then I'm like, okay, I got to go rewire that. I have to go revisit that moment and look at him and go, you don't know that. There's no way, you know what a seven year old's going to do. Yeah. So whatever you're telling me right now, that must be because someone made you feel that way. It has nothing to do with me. And I'm telling you, dudes, When I did that exercise, immediately I felt the shackles like break. No shit. I fucking felt freedom, dog. Like I didn't even know I had shackles on. And when I fucking processed that moment, and I said that because it was a visualization slash meditation exercise. Close your eyes. You walk back to that moment. You're that kid again or you're that girl again. And you sit in that moment and you, like, you, you remember what you're wearing. You remember the day. You remember the temperature. You remember everything. And then you remember the tone that they told you what they told you or they did what they did to you. You remember everything. And then you understanding how life is now. You're like, oh, wait a minute. He was mentally ill. That's why he touched me. Oh, wait a minute. His mom used to beat the fuck out of him. That's why he just wanted to beat the fuck out of me, but he couldn't because the first time he beat me, my mom threatened him with a fucking knife. That's not your son. Don't you ever fucking hit him again. So all he had left to kill me with or beat me with was words. Hmm. That was his weapon. It's like people that beat animals. Yeah. They can't beat somebody else. They don't. Yeah. They don't have another outlet. And they don't know how to handle pain. They don't know how to handle trauma. They have no tools to handle their lack of love. It's just a lack of awareness. Uh, most it's not, lack of tools. Not, not strong enough to beat up other dudes, you know? Oh, yeah, that too. And <laughs> so it, go, ones, it goes downhill. And those go. are the ones carrying guns. Yeah, they go downhill, you know? Like, uh, they're the ones waiting for someone to threaten their life so they could prove how they're going to protect man, themselves. You know, they're masculine, you know? <laughs> it's bullshit. So it's a, but it takes so much work. To even gain that awareness. So when you ask that question, you relive that moment, not to feel horrible, mm-hmm, but to make sure that it's worth feeling horrible for.
0: You know what? Um, we had, um, I think I forgot who it was. You had on the podcast and, um, he, well, Martin said this. Martin goes, my dad raised me the best way he could with the tools that he can, you know, that he had. He, he didn't have a lot of tools because he also had problems being raised as well. I, I had issues with my dad. Of course, you know, everybody on the podcast knows this, but I've had issues with my dad. And then I got to step back and think, you know what? He had fucking issues growing up too, you know? And that shit just goes from one generation to the next, you know? So mm-hmm. you kind of got to, you got to remember that shit, you know? Yeah. And so I, what you're saying, you know, it makes sense. I got to go back and then relive the times when he told me stupid ass shit and he passed away now, but go back and relive it and be like, you know what? I remember being there, you telling me this. Say, you know what? I forgive you for saying that. You didn't know better. You did not know better. They didn't, they, you weren't given the twos to raise me correctly. That's the best I can do when it comes to reliving. That's why yeah. I want to ask you right now. I go, how do you go You physically went back and recreated. I, I meditated. Recreated on it. a whole set and everything, you know what I mean? But you went back and redo the whole thing. I, I, I can't do that. So the best I can do is relive it in my head and say, you know what? I forgive but bro, you. Oh, bro. It's
2: the same thing. Even if they're not here now. Mm -hmm. What I did, you can do. Mm -hmm. You, you, Because I didn't go... I was in my bedroom, on my bed, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: with my eyes closed, Mm -hmm. reliving that moment. Mm -hmm. And I don't need to... My dad has not... My dad or my stepfather have never heard me talk about this. You know, that was for me. You don't need anybody else. Mm -hmm. You don't need them to be there. Because again, what you're trying to process is... Was that... Was the story that I attached
0: true true Yes, yes. I, I, no. Oh, okay. Then there must have been a confusion when I asked. I go, how do you do that? How, how do you do that? And you said you you went and you relived it. Yeah. So no, it was in just in head. your head. Okay. Perfect. That's well, see, that's that's what I. Well, hago. that's what I'm trying to tell you. I'm yes, t- t- how yes.
2: How else am I going to relive it? No? I, I, I no, I don't no know time th-
0: machine. Th- th- the, machine th- th- the, the, you were explaining, you were there. there. Higher You hired actors.
2: Yeah. And then I just basically when you said it, I convinced you that I have a time machine. Yeah. And I went to go
0: relive it. I thought you relived it with the people and you spoke the way. Oh, it's it's. I, I Nila, so understood. You, you, you remember what happened. And honestly,
2: people underestimate the power of meditation. And meditation, when it comes in, it can be used for that. What happened? You can, you can literally ask the question, what happened when I was eight? I remember something happening. What happened? And then fucking close your eyes, shut your mouth, and watch your whole system come to life and be like, this is what happened. And this is what you felt. And this is how you took it. And this is how this has been fucking up your whole life, the whole time ever since it happened. You know, like your brain will tell you. We have silent knowledge. Talk about this often now because I just read it and it just makes complete sense. Silent knowledge is like our spirit has been with us since we were embryos, maybe even before that in another life or who knows how many lives. And it comes into our system and then we're functioning with the spirit that knows every single second of our existence from semen to... Adulthood, wherever you're at, and then our brain has experienced this fucking matrix level shit. It's like yes. programming people's ideas, people's emotions, people's energy that have nothing to do with us, but they all made us into who we are now. And read, so it's that deconstruction that needs to take place.
1: I read stuff about that, that, um, there's stuff already programmed in, in your DNA, in your genetics, that, uh, it's an- ancestral, you know, like whether it's s- Self-survival stuff, uh, the makeup your you know your 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 aura, whatever you know. But it's all it's all ge- genetics and it the genetics. Well, genetics
2: genetics plays a a part of it, but I think to me even then a bigger part is your spirit. Yes, and that's not genetics. Your spirit is completely separate from genetics. Yes, genetics literally makes up you know our epidermis, which is our fucking skin, our biggest organ. Like, it makes up what it looks like here. Like, but the spirit exists on another fucking plane. And right now, it's inside this carcass. Yes. That's where it's at right now. But our genetics, there's some things that definitely... Like, I believe caveman DNA is in our system. Yes. This is why men have such a hard time keeping our eyes on one human being. Because we are fucking predators. And we are designed to procreate. So when we see a fat ass or we see titties or we see whatever turns you on, you want to pound it and you want to procreate. And if you keep it, caveman, you're going to do whatever. You're going to trump that pussy or you're going to fucking Bill Cosby that pussy or you're going to do or you're going to do roses and fucking three month waiting period. To get yes. that pussy. Whatever your fucking style is... Mm-hmm. That's what you're going to do... To procreate. Yes. And then society domesticates it into... You have to get married... And then you have to buy a ring... And you have to put it on this finger... No other finger. It won't count if you put it on another finger. Like it's not a thumb ring. It needs to be on... The, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It starts breaking this shit down. But it comes up to you... Like what you want to do... That caveman DNA is in there. It's in us. And then we want to exist in this society. We like this society... Well, we were fucking born into the society. There are rules and consequences, laws and order. And how do we want to live? I could go against all the laws and order and I'll end up in jail, but yeah. I don't want that shit. It won't be, I've a, been long, there. It won't be a long life, you know? <laughs> no, I won't. I don't want to be there. I've or been there 24 days. I'm good. Yeah. I don't need any anymore, <laughs> you know? And so then you adjust and you adapt. So that caveman DNA is in there and we have our parents DNA some way, somehow, because that's the, that's what was transferred to us. So even that, dude, the shit we eat has cellular aspects that enter our system and affect us. This is why I try to stay away from Tyson Chicken or Foster Farms or shit like that because they are in traumatic situations. They Their whole existence is traumatic in a sense. That cellular structure, that body, that chicken breast that we're about to eat is full of traumatized cells and then I eat that shit. Yeah. Like, it's even broken down to that level. So, how do you want to live? What do you want to do? How do you want to take it? DNA, caveman, ancestral. At the end of it, you control all of it. And that's what people don't believe. Is that we control all of it. Sit in meditation and realize your power. Dude, you could control all sorts of shit. There's been shroom trips that I've taken. I, I see why that's being illegal because it shows you the most beautiful the strongest most epic parts of yourself all these lies these stories that I've been talking about the realm of reality versus the realm of meaning yes those meanings are shattered you're like you like in my case I'll look at myself and I'll go like wow I feel bad for you like what were you going through that you took it out on a seven year old Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh man, that sucks. What did you
1: go through? <laughs> well, uh, uh, I'm glad you, you personally are already there. Me, I think I'm, uh, on the religious aspect, I'm probably going to hell because every time I do my, my, my through exercise and all that, I, I get there to like, dude, life is easy. Like, you know, uh, a long run on the treadmill lines up everything for me easy. You know, you know, it's stressful. Anytime you get, a hit a uh, tight, uh, spots in life, a long ass run, a long hike, all of a sudden everything clears up
3: mm-hmm. and
1: you're like, you back to like, dude, everything's easy, you know? Why do you think that is? Uh, better breathing, better functionality of the body, whatever it is. But for me, I, that's well, you, where you, I hit you, it.
2: That you actually, your first answer was absolutely correct. Breath work is underestimated. We don't breathe mindfully. Think about how you're breathing right now. It's, Basically the upper part of the lung. Yes. With very minimal effort. Yet the whole body needs oxygen. Yes. But we concentrate it up here. You know? And uh, so breath work when you run, then your whole body is getting filled with oxygen. So all the cells start waking up. And all of a sudden
1: you hit this spa bro, like man, he
2: like
0: you the, want to know why? runner's high? Yeah.
2: Oh, my God. I'm, a... I'm going to explain that to you. And I recently learned it. This is a cell. And around each cell is a ring. Let's call it ring of energy. Yes. And these rings around each cell touch other rings. And that's how they communicate. Mm-hmm. So when you're not properly oxygenating your body and you keep that shit upper level, then the rest of your body has weak rings around those cells. The half-assing it. And they're just like, uh, hey, qué
0: hacemos? Uh, Whatever, you know. They have T-Mobile. Yeah, they have T-Mobile.
2: Metro. They hey. have fucking, Cost you know, they're, like, they're them. stealing the neighbors' cable. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like blah blah blah, yeah. blah 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 blah, right? And when you do that kind of running, when you're breathing, all of a sudden you're waking up these cells, and they're vibrating. Which is why meditation works so much. A lot of it you'll hear these chantings. Look at samurais. Look at yogis. Look at, you know, ninjas and shit. They all have their chants. Even in religion. Yes. They have these chants because vibration wakes up cells and all of a sudden they start communicating. And the more healthy this communication is, the healthier your body is, the healthier your response to trauma or or an emergency or or something stressful. It's more clarity. It's calmer. It's chill. We're all communicating. Chill out, guys. Hey, so clear, man. So, so clear.
1: clear. And, like, and I'm like, why am I stressing? It's easy. It lines up everything. And for you. you're in nature. Yes. Like, like, and you're in nature. Like, and like, I don't know why I'm stressing. It's cool, you know. Let's get, get on with it, you know. I yeah. mean, I love it. But anyway. But it's going to get
2: easier. I'm telling you. The work is in, the deeper you go, the easier the outside gets. Uh, so but back to the religious part where like they say
1: revenge is taking you to hell. Every time I do all this soul searching, cause most of my stuff was like fighting or, or getting beat down by adults kind of shit, right? But when I, so when I hit that, those moments where I'm, I'm, I'm running, I'm exercising, I'm visualizing and I get back to those points and I'm thinking, I'm gonna find this motherfucker, I'm gonna break him in half. And I'm a to I'm gonna scalp him. I'm
0: gonna fuck you know. Oh, and, then, it, woo. and then and then, and, then I, and how then old I, is this idea if you're scalping still? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah,
1: and you yeah, just said it like we got we go back to uh, he's got that caveman uh, DNA, ancestry. Yeah, bro, yeah, nothing. I don't know why, but it's just like and then and then of course you you, Look, you I go more and I move yeah,
0: on. It's like okay, you know? you know what the caveman DNA I think is skipping other millennials. Bro. You <laughs> see how they dress? I don't think they're gonna. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're going to have screen, the worst screenings. time. Yeah,
2: they <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I'm going to share something with you. I, I did this. I, you know, a warrior's rising. That's my Instagram handle. That's like my social media handle. And, and I mean it, dude. Like my existence right now came from coming out from my ashes. I had burned down yes. rock bottom. You know, when you're living at home with mom at a senior citizen apartment complex, that's pretty rock bottom. You know? And then you find girls... This is like the law of attraction, energy. Cellular energy. It's like, I still did not miss having... Like, I still had a girlfriend. Throughout the whole time I lived with my mom at a senior citizen apartment complex. Yeah. I had three different ones. (laughs) And they came over and fucked me. At my mom's place. They be like, So it's like... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I made her take off her boots because we had tile. So, you know, but I'm just saying like... This is a true story. This, it, it's in my stand-up because it really fucking happened. But the reason I bring that up is that that enables you to stay comfortable. Yes. It just lets you continue to think like,
0: well, I'm still all right. Like, I'm still okay. I'm still getting, laid. My I'm getting is, late. My question is, how many times did you have to move a TV in that place? You're the youngest guy. Did oh, I watch a How many Because my mom... I, first
2: of all I used to manage that place
3: oh. and
2: then my mom works for the same company so at one point me and my mom were co-workers I was her boss and <laughs> I just like to say that shit because take that mom but but uh, you know she works maintenance there so she still lives there so they all knew her and they knew that she had a young you know so yeah that moving furniture shit happened a lot a lot a lot of times so those and but nobody got pregnant so it's good so, yeah, you, know, yeah, you, know, yeah. you survive that. Yeah, There's I an know. age limit where you know the age limit to live there. They yeah. can't
0: get pregnant. Oh yeah, <laughs> so yeah. you're safe. quítate <laughs> 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 you los dientes, Corona. Right?
3: Yeah. I, I, hope to, like, I
0: hope to get one of those one these days, man. All gum. I, that's one of my goals. Dude. Puro chicle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <man.
2: laughs>
0: I hope I live long enough to get one of those.
2: You know.
0: <laughs> but I look. That's
2: cool. You saw that shit where you said about the stabbing and all that crap. Yeah, that
0: was deep. I never I seen that side you. No, that was I, weird. I, 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 I don't know in front of number Frankie.
2: But I want to it's touch all on hands, it your hands,
0: man. Yeah, but it I want to touch me.
2: on it though. Like that's okay. As playful as that came off, you and I don't know if that might go down. But all I know is that even you verbalizing that, I uh, I'm gonna guess that's something that you would prefer not to come into your head that you would want to kill somebody. Cause look. As humans, hurt mad, I mean, you know, hurt as humans, <laughs> but this is, look it, I feel a big part that's wrong with our society is what we hold as strength, the definition of strength, depending on where you grew up, the definition of strength is completely different.
0: You True. know,
2: if you grew up in the Midwest, strength is probably picking up a big barrel of some shit. And carrying that shit a hundred yards, um, you know what I'm a saying?
1: Haystack it's or
2: some plowing the fields, you know, kind of fat you know? white lady, like whatever, <laughs> you know, baby cow, I yeah. don't know. Strength
0: in the hood. How big your speakers different... were? Huh? How big your speakers were? <laughs> Maybe. Okay, oh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe a, it it you depends on your I mean, circle, yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah, it depends on who you could fuck
2: up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It depends on you know how you play ball. You know, it depends on. Uh, other things that are completely different. Yes. And in reality, at least in my humble opinion, strength is when you master yourself. So when you have these moments, because honestly, if even just breaking down what you said, like even if it's playful, bro, let's just break down what you said. Yes. You're running and all of a sudden you get clarity and you no longer want to fucking beat somebody up and kill them and stab them and fucking throw them in the LA river and all that shit. Like you don't want to do that. But if you master yourself, you wouldn't even get to the level of angry that you react with either resentment, resistance, or revenge. Like, you wouldn't. And even if you got your vengeance, there's a huge likelihood that you're going to get caught. And then you get locked up, and you're no longer with the people you love, Yeah. and you hate yourself for 30 years, and what's the result? So that's the mastery of self. What actions can I take that truly bring sick-ass, amazing value to my life and those around me? Yeah, the repercussion will not be worth (laughs) three minutes of of
0: happiness. You know what? Because you're saying that. And how long ago was this issue you had? 20 years ago? 30 years ago? ago?
2: maybe. maybe, maybe, Maybe. How old are you? Forty late forties. Late forties and this is what happened. It happened
0: thirty years ago. Thirty plus years. Thirty years ago. At the moment, yeah, I wanna kill this motherfucker. Ten years go by, okay I kinda wanna hurt him. 20 years go by I'll kick him as time goes on that goes away and you still want to fucking kill him that's fucking you, you well, out yeah. dude well, you know,
2: <laughs> for real right? I
0: mean, I mean yeah. it, it would be fair though because be, your
1: bare
2: hands you know like, no, it would not be fair <laughs> because it's 30 plus years later and bro. the guy
0: who did it to you is probably 70 right now too yeah, right probably older if you want to get him he'd probably stay in those apartment Walter used to live in <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey go lock on the store. I'm here to move your TV pasale <laughs> Walter pasale senor de acuerdo se on <laughs> quitate <laughs> los dientes quitate los dientes quitate los dientes Chinook here you go yeah, get some before I kill him <laughs> that's cold blooded this is all yeah. being documented guys <laughs> is alright man. oh man no one listens man. but he's right
2: but he's right Chinook is right <clears throat> he's like you're still processing that because you never went back and even revisited How, th- that could be a moment where you're like wait why the fuck am I mad like what? why am I mad I actually pissed him off. And then that led to, you know, that, that, the example that I'm saying right now brings me up to this point. I, people underestimate how many ways there are to live. Or overestimate, actually. Because there's only two ways to live. You're either a victim or you're responsible. And when you react like that, no disrespect, yeah. but you're being a victim. You're straight up being a victim. Like, he fucked you up, or he did whatever, and if I, if you see him, he's getting his. Cause vengeance time. But, this is, this is, and this, is, it's not easy. I'll admit, this part's not easy. But, that messed up my very take, best thing there. <laughs> yeah. Well, take, you got, you have to take time to process every action you took that led up to this moment. Because maybe, Something you did led up to this moment that led to a moment of failure or pain or embarrassment or whatever the fuck it was. But I bet you somewhere, and it could be further back, this is really hard to do with someone like that just got like the worst case, rape or molestation. To go and sit in that kind of moment and go like, well, what the fuck did I do to... Lead up to getting raped. Sorry. You have to be extremely open-minded. Because. You know. You could have stayed home. You could have not gone out. It's that. And of course. We live in a society where according to the laws. I could go out anytime I want. And I'm safe. No one can touch me, no one can hurt me, no one can abuse me, no one can beat me, no one can shoot me, nobody can stab me according to the laws. No one should. No one <laughs> according no, yeah. no, one can.
0: Man. No no one, no one should. Can. It's there's no, fucking, yeah. no, that, that's
2: where I'm going to. Okay, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go no one can according to the law. But according to reality, anyone can. Anybody can. So now you're putting all your money On the cops to protect you at that very moment when that's about to go down. At your friends to be there for you. Make sure nobody roofies your cup. You know, (laughs) at at making sure that you went to an establishment where everybody can respect the fact that your clit is half an inch away from popping out and your nipples are about to show
0: and they want to be respected. And
2: and they have to, they have to respect you. And of course you're going to get respected because that's what the law says. But. Humans are humans and they've been through their shit and they have their own experiences and sometimes they want to run and then kill somebody. Sometimes they want to run and rape somebody. Sometimes they want to run and beat somebody. Someone, and you don't know. So if you want to live that way that the laws matter and based on that alone, I should go out and do whatever the fuck I want at whatever time I want, in whatever neighborhood I want. But uh, There's a lot of inconsiderate
1: thinking in that the 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 wicked lie in the sheep's clothing you know or lying you know
2: danger is everywhere yeah. we're still in nature mm-hmm. and sure we've constructed these pillars of society accepted you know rules and regulations and cordial behavior and society accepted behavior well you, okay we get it. Cool. And, and, and I'm, I live by those rules often. There's plenty of times I leave my vehicle unlocked because I'm in a good neighborhood today. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> like legit. But I could one day make a huge mistake. And even though I am in fucking Beverly Hills or Malibu and I left my car open, guess what? Some motherfuckers, that's exactly who they target. Because they know people don't lock their cars there and they go there real quick. Boom, bloop, bloop. Oh, look at this shit. This and, shit's open. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take your shit. And that's my fault. It's very hard to process. But if you can't, in anything that's ever happened, you could process down. There's a moment where you decided something that led into that. And to accept that,
0: that's fucking mastery. She, yeah, that's mastery.
3: Uh,
1: uh, you know, hey, everybody. I, I, I um,
0: um, just a real quick update. That's a Walter Reyes, right? Yes. He he is a comic. I've seen him on stage. <laughs> Just to be sure that, he and he's him. really funny. And he's really funny on stage. Okay, so <laughs> he's not like, gonna make you cry. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, I'll, sorry, I'll sorry. work on the screening process. All right, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, you can find this shit in my stand-up. <laughs> yeah. I mix the old me... Like, like I,
2: told, like, I mix the old me and the new me, bro. Like, I'm I'm struggling right now. I'm still a sucio. <laughs> but now, like, I sage the pussy before I fuck it. So I don't get no bad juju. I throw some crystals in there. Some you know, yerba buenas. You know, yerba a little chicken blood. You know, just make sure that everything's clean. Everything's good. <laughs> but it's not always, you know, self-love and healing. But that is what moves me, bro. Yes. That is what, like... I'm passionate. That's a journey you're on, man. That's a journey I'm on. Legit, because that's where our happiness is truly is. And honestly, I I think globally, I feel like the most of us, like the more of us have this kind of awareness and at least start exploring, like, well, let me check out how I have been living. Let me just see. Like, move the fucking pride aside. Move the ego aside. Ryan Holiday wrote this book called The Ego is the Enemy. And it's so true. Ego is still a friend. But it's just like the narrator in your head. We always have a voice going on in our head every single second of every single day. And it's only got two voices. That narrator only has two voices. It's either your parasite or it's your ally. The second that motherfucker starts talking down to you or starts bringing up old shit that makes you feel bad, you shut that motherfucker up and say, get the fuck out of here, parasite. Ally, where are you at? It's it, but it takes mad skill to get there. But once you get there, all of a sudden, the best version of yourself starts coming out. Yeah. And if we can have the best version of humanity walking the earth, we're good, dude. This planet can last for a minute. It'll be happy days. Happy days, and you ain't gonna wanna stab nobody. Uh, Like
0: you know, uh, I'm not gonna. I'm a forgive I, There's no stabbing, her. Yeah. <laughs> bomb, you, know? you know what? I that's cool. I that's great. You know the reason I don't become a better version of myself is I might leave my wife, man. I'm too good for you, I'm too good for you, baby. I'm, you, baby. I'm, I'm walking the path. path. <laughs> right? I'm walking the path, and yeah. you know what? It turns out you're an ugly bush. <laughs> yeah, I'm so you're sorry, from, baby. You're
2: an ugly bush along my path. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking about your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> just you
3: know. See you later. <laughs> I was, uh... That
2: could very well happen. Honestly, that should fuck. Can happen.
0: Yeah, right. The goodie the, people are in relationships where they are with a shitty ass partner. Come on. Yeah, the, like, gu, the guy my wife wants me to be might not want her, right? So I yeah. stay who I am it's for her. For you. Exactly. For so. balance. <laughs> I stay miserable
2: and unwoke for you. <laughs> if I wake up, you're gone, right?
0: <laughs> I'll be apologizing for that one later huh? Oh, yeah. no, she went to the mall baby buy whatever you want <laughs> <laughs> she's watching right now
2: fuck these nipple tassels I'm putting them back <laughs> he could have had a good time
0: <laughs> hey Walter uh, you've been in the comedy game for a bit well, what's nice you know every comic wants to do TV I, can, I hear
2: TV I had a, I, you know I had a, a unique journey with that because First of all, from the first day I did comedy, six months later, I was at the Hollywood Improv as either host or a performer. Yes. Sure. And I helped with production because I packed that place up. Um And I was there for a year and a half, two years consistently. I didn't have a normal comedy career where you had to go open mic and all that stuff. I didn't even do open. Well, actually, my first show was at an open mic, and then that was it. Then I was like a normal, like, like real produced comedy shows. And it was just my, my journey was a little different. I, one of my very, very good friends, best friend, I would consider her, uh, Belinda, great director, great producer, Belinda Salazar award winner. Um, she was getting her first feature film. It had Richard Villa, it had, um, DJ Cooch, it had Robert Zapata. It had like a, like a, like a, like a, like a fucking nice buffet of comics, yes. Latino comics. And I ended up, being part of that production because I came across a script it was a stoner comedy Um the writer was not enough of a stoner <laughs> in my standards so she's like take the script make any changes you want let's see what's up and then two days later I meet with the producers the director and I'm like and I didn't know that I was like what the fuck is tell me what's yeah. happening right now like mm-hmm. oh come on don't worry about it we're just all friends whatever I'm like no those are the producers those are the money people and then you're the director and now I'm going through rewrites Come on, like I, I wear wearing a George man's. What yeah. the fuck, right? I'm fucking <laughs> high as shit right now. Yeah. Like, come on. And so I did it, but they took like eighty percent of my ideas. And during that movie, which is called Primos, you will find it at the five dollar bin in uh, in Walmart. But <laughs> it's a it's a funniest movie. I think it was a funniest movie. And that proved to me that I could be just as funny as like professional comedians because we were making each other laugh. Yes. And during this time, I was working at an erectile dysfunction clinic. I used to work for Boston Medical Group, which is an ED or PE or premature ejaculation or erectile dysfunction. ED and PE. Never heard of him. Yeah, yeah. It's all right, guys. I know you guys are clients. I still have friends that work there.
0: Frankie's Frank, Frank, I'm the only a client, I'm also the president.
2: <laughs> you and Joe Torrey, you guys are fucking clients of Boston Medical Group. <laughs> They're the you the information. You can have a podcast. Uh, he's, a, he's one of our sponsors. <laughs> but I didn't want to do that for the rest of my life. So that's why I went back to college. I took theater, I took some music classes. One of my best friends, Joshua Mulder, was a co worker of mine. I asked him, what, What's your dream job? And he's like, I want to be a stand up comic. So when I was signing up for my classes, there was literally a stand-up comedy class. I took him, I signed him up, and during that semester is when all this movie shit happened. And then during that filming, I went to go support him at a show. I opened the show. This was at Wild Coyotes, which is one of the most famous uh comedy rooms because that's where Paul Rodriguez, Don't Jeff I'm Garcia, which is now like Antigua's or some shit like that. Yes.
0: No, uh, um, Pescador. Okay, now it's that. But anyway. <laughs> no, the, the, we talk about that place, they keep changing names. The only yeah. place the only way that's gonna be that is you know stay what it is, if it's like a welfare office or a post office. Because no matter what they, they open bring there Coyote, f- fucking fails her. Everything fails her. Because they got rid of Wild Coyote. Wild Coyote. was there for like twenty years. You know,
2: but that's what, that was my first spot and I got hooked. I got hooked. Six months later I'm doing my standup whatever and so I got I, I, I feel like I was doing very well really quickly. And I'm so grateful that my spirit talked to me, because I about five years into it, I'm really doing good. I've done Despierta America, you know, which is on during sweeps uh, sweeps week, which is like millions of viewers. Yes, they're promoting Latin stand up comics. It's it's a uh, you know Steve Trevino. It's me. It's uh, uh oh my God Rivera. I feel so bad that I'm not remembering her whole name because she's a fucking uh, uh, Shayla Rivera. Oh, sweet. Uh, Mm -hmm. Shayla Rivera. These are like fucking big time Latin comics and me on national television. But I also knew how toxic I was. I knew my love for substances. I knew my love for alcohol. I love drugs. I didn't like paying for them. So whenever they were free, which was often, I partook. You know, I've always felt like if I paid for them, then I'm bad. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and so I never, the angle, them. Huh? The I never pay them off for him. I never pay for hook. that's a good way of looking I, at the I, right if home. I
2: pay for him, then I'm going down the wrong then I'm fucked yeah. if I'm not paying for him, and I just happen to be at the right place at the right time that's a different story yeah, yeah. you know But yeah, when I in did, Rome yeah. do the linea <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure I thought it was a cowboy country but <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I recognize I saw that in myself and so I literally on purpose stayed away from all the I didn't go, I, did, I stopped going to Hollywood improv. I stopped, I, I didn't go to the, I didn't go to Hollywood. I did the bar shows. Yes. I did the backyard boogies. And I, even when I was doing it at that time, I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I was like, what am I doing? Why am I not hitting the clubs? Why am I not going hard? I have so much momentum. I'm killing it. Why am I not doing it? Yeah. And when I look back now, is because I my instinct was right. I would have indulged, I would have made it, I would have done something special, and then I would have collapsed because I didn't love myself. I didn't love myself. So I didn't respect what I did on any level, romantically, physically, Career-wise, creatively, I didn't respect it. I didn't love myself. So you think that would manifest it into you, doing something crazy like drugs? Oh, for sure. Or,
1: you know. Dude, one kind of my heroes was. People? Well, he was, was already was doing was drugs. What he didn't the want food. to do was pay for them. The whole, no. Yeah. A, yeah. Okay, probably, yeah. I, mean, I mean, the overkill part, like, mm-hmm. where you put yourself in the hospital, where you may become an addict, mm-hmm. or where you have sex with the wrong people, and you know, it, now you have to take you know, meds. or There is
0: no wrong people in sex, Frankie. here right? <laughs> It's just it's depending just, on like what that, time it is. The kind of
2: barrier is.
0: There is Mina, a wrong I hope
2: you care about the genitals you're getting. <laughs> <laughs> at least yeah. that, at least clean, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I, I was underneath. thinking which type of genitals, but cleanliness <laughs> is <laughs> probably hey, more hey, important. Hey, we've all <laughs> like, we've all
0: been in the club. We get there at ten o'clock. We're like, all right, cool. Check out all these chicks, and then and then it gets to midnight, one p.m., maybe two a.m., <laughs> I mean, and you're like. <sighs> Okay, fuck it, right? You, there's been that fucking chick, right? It's so like the, it's always
2: like, so the right chick, depending on what time. It's like a it's like a dance marathon. You have those competitions like who's still standing, <laughs> who's still standing. Yeah. That's one hey, of the. Fuck you're
1: you're looking me. for the crutch.
2: <laughs> well, I have a joke where I, like I pick out the one with the short leg because that's not gonna reject me. It's you know she the made, She, you know, she the dance in circles, but <laughs> she's coming back. She likes she
3: like, come on, Ili.
2: Looking for, the, for the she's coming back for the angle, you know. <laughs> but yeah, man, like when it comes to my career now, dude, now I want to take it serious. Like I'm just getting started. I've been doing this 12 years, but I'm just getting started. I give a fuck about writing now. Yes. I give a fuck about the craft. I give a fuck about driving and hitting shows. I give a fuck about doing the work. I give a fuck about staying out late. And it's all because I give a fuck about myself now. Comedy was is my number one weapon. It's my number one tool. Yes. It's what saved my life growing up in Southeast LA. It saved my life when I hit Orange County. It saved my life during the drug epidemics. It saved my life so many times. You know, and so it's just comedy has always been there. And it's a great tool. Two people. At least in, 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 12 years, two people have come up to me and said they wanted to kill themselves the night before. And when they went to our comedy show. Yes. When they saw my set, even though it's raunchy, whatever, they had not laughed like that in so long. And both of them were kind of dragged to the show by people that loved them and saw what they were going through, brought them. And all it took was that laughter to remind them that they were worth staying alive. That laughter was something so good that it overcame all that darkness, that they were ready to end their life. Like that's the power of feel good shit. Yes. So my forte is comedy. Laughter is my forte. But love makes people feel just as good. Healing makes people feel just as good. It makes them want to stick around. It makes them want to not break their family and their loved ones' hearts. So comedy, and I could keep it raunchy, and I probably forever will. It's just part of my DNA, and I like it. Yes, like I like it. I'm from the hood, and I never want to get rid of that piece. And I like that raunchiness, but I also have read nearly 80 books like I've done a lot of self-growth. I've done seminars. I've done, you know, mentors and coaches. I've done so much that there's no reason why I can't incorporate that, yes. and that's the evolution that I'm on now. Is incorporating value into just hilarity, light-hearted. We don't have to take ourselves that serious, but I do want that balance. You know, I want that balance, and so I want to self-produce my own special. I want to. Sell my shit to Netflix or Hulu or HBO. Mm-hmm. I want to be completely independent, yes. which is why I still fuck with real estate and I want to create businesses that generate money because that is all gonna, you talk about trickle down economics, mm-hmm. that economics is gonna trickle down to my art.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. I want to produce a dope ass shit and I want to become a producer for other artists.
3: Yeah, maybe be- I
2: become management. Who knows? But I know that. It starts with me, and it starts with what I produce for myself, and I'm thinking super big. And uh I think a big plus is
1: not relying on that one stream. You know, not. Well, I mean, if you do your
2: homework, millionaires have five to seven streams of income. Yes, comfortable millionaires, but
1: uh, the salary millionaires they're relying on the on the on their work on a yearly basis, but the uh, the a lot of the the articles and, and stuff I read about. The, the comfortable millionaires with the growing wealth, they're the ones that, like you said, they venture off and have, uh, many, uh, outlets for their, you know,
2: whether but they also empower people. Yes. Because Delegate. like you were, you were telling me, you were kind of surprised when I told you that I don't do loans anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm still in the loan business, but I do, I am not technically a loan officer anymore because my job is to educate. Yes. And if I educate, I have the right team for you. So if you like how I educate, I got the team for you. And they're gonna take care of you the same way I'm speaking about this subject matter. Yes. Honestly, transparently, ethically, morally, fairly. All that will be happening when you fuck with my real estate team. But I do not want to sit down and take an application. I don't want to shuffle through documents. So I created my life where I'm still in the game, but I only do what I love, which is to talk to you face-to-face, in person, and tell you the truth about this whole fucking real estate game. Watch out for the shady motherfuckers who have been brought up by other shady motherfuckers. That's why they exist. Yes. Because that's still part of the business. That shark mentality. Hit your numbers. If they're not ready, put them in your database of maybe someday and move the fuck on to the next Green Lantern. The great, the, the next one that's ready, ready to go. They literally teach you not to give a fuck about the loser. Even though if you just gave love to the loser and okay. guided them yes. to become a winner, that winner that was once a quote unquote loser will be talking to everybody about you. And they'll be telling them like, You gotta work with this team. We couldn't even buy a fucking T V because we couldn't qualify for a Best Buy card. Mm-hmm. And six months later we had a house. True. You know what I'm saying? Like very true. That 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 level of let me come through for you, let me do for you, because I got the knowledge. And all I gotta do is share it. Yes. Now I have that and that 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 stream of income is very profitable. And look what I'm doing. I'm fulfilling my purpose. Yes. My purpose is to inspire people to go on a journey of self-love and healing, so that we can all experience the best version of humanity. Some and if rules. I can use real estate, self-love, and healing, creativity, comedy, anything I use, that purpose is always in my in my heart and in my head. True.
0: Walter, ¿Cómo cómo está tu español? Perfecto. Perfecto. ¿Vale ¿verdad? <laughs> uh, <than> right?
2: <laughs> Supongo que sí. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. How's, um, Spanish comedy?
2: Oh, man, me encanta.
0: Do you do it? I do it. Yeah, I don't say And true. not
2: often enough. Yeah. I've done it and I rocked it. Yeah. And I did it with my boy Cisco. You guys know Cisco? No, you guys got to get him on here. Great guy. Uh, yeah, Cisco. He keeps changing his fucking handle, but Cisco, Cisco Lucian was the last one, but I'll, I'll guide you guys. <laughs> He does, he does comedy shows, uh, Spanish comedy shows, and, uh, I love it, dude. And my jokes end up translating. They
0: do? Because, yeah, it's real life. Okay. You try translating yours into Spanish. and am still starting with my man come out, huh? Because even like, oh, yes so I like, I,
2: you know, I did I do my hula hoop joke when you saw me at Lito's? I don't. Where I'm like boning a girl and I'm doing the hula hoop because we all win. Yeah, I, I did it. You don't remember it, but I did it, which is probably I didn't do it that good.
0: <laughs> I thought, uh, I, was, I was doing coke in the restaurant, I'm sorry.
2: Okay. Good, good excuse. <laughs> <laughs> good excuse. But uh, you know, I, I, I do that joke and even like some words that there's actually words I prefer not to translate. El hulahu. You know, like yeah. I'll say it like very paisa or something. And they get it. They know what I'm talking about. Spanglish, paisa, you know, and they and they get it. But I've I've done it before and it translates very nice. The fact that I'm Salvadorian and I bring up that shit, like, Ustedes los odian, pero les cantan las pupusas. And then, ah! (laughs) They start laughing, you know? And then they love that I piss off my mom because I love Mexican horchata more than Salvadorian horchata. And she's a hater. So, like, there's a lot of different levels of attachment. Especially because I genuinely have, like, this ridiculous love for Mexican people. I grew up with you guys. I grew up with nothing but Mexicans. In my neighborhood, I was one of three Salvadorians, maybe. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. and I got loved by them, and I and so for me this, when I see or hear the whole Salvadorian Mexican, it's more from my parents' generation than it is for mine. Mm-hmm. That, there's nothing but mad love for me. You know, I, I just I just love the Spanish community. It's either old generation or, or a jail thing. You know, that's what
0: it is. Our parents, no, no more. El Salvador, my brother married a Salvadoran. My daughter came home with a black guy, it was good. <laughs> and the nicest people there is. So yeah, my I mom, know.
2: my mom had this shit because look, like, when I was fifteen or sixteen, my mom caught me making out with a
0: twenty-six-year-old. How old are you? I'm I'm forty-one. No, no, no. How old are you? When this happen? Sixteen. Sixteen. How old is she? She was twenty-six. All right, good job. Hot,
2: stupid hot, <laughs> and my mom. You know, after ten o'clock, that was my that was my curfew, and it was like maybe like ten fifteen. But she knew I was in the neighborhood or like by the apartment complex. And my apartment complex was like I said earlier, a driveway and then the two buildings, you know, apartment two, two apartments on the bottom and two on top with a staircase in the middle. So we were up in the staircase, and we used to live in the all the way in the back, and this, she used to live in the front. We're in the staircase, and we're making out. And my mom's like, Walter. And I'm so making out that I don't even hear her. But she's calling my name all the way from the back, coming yeah. to the front. And then I faintly hear it. But when I hear it, I don't know if I took too long to open my eyes or whatever. But I got up. And she's like right there in the stairs. Damn. She's like, she's looking up. <laughs> she's looking up. She's like, 10 minutes casa." And I'm like, all right. She let me hang for another 10 minutes. Shit, t- t- 10 and minutes then, is
0: three times. And then
2: she was fucking like sharing that story that weekend with her friends. Ha, loca. Mira, lo agarré. Lo agarré. Estaba besando con una vi allí. Ha, me entretona. Bien, albuana. She's like, you know, she's like fucking she's hot. She's hot like, negative, but she's... No, but she's super positive. Oy, she's like big me. ass titty.
0: Tiene trabajo super, bien bueno. Super hot chick. Raja por la unión, esa yeah, putraca. Yeah.
2: yeah, she's a teamster. <laughs> you know, she has like... She has, like, all this, like, she has this angry tone, but she's so proud at the same time. Because my mom had this thing, like, as long as I wasn't gay, she's good. You know, that was her thing. But then, I mean, to this point, I think one of her favorite human beings is this transvestite show host on Spanish television. People change. People fucking change, dude. People change. Parents change. My mom now tells me I love you every time we talk on the phone. She hugs me. You know, kiss on the cheek. Crazy, huh? Like, it. it's awareness, my friend, to bring it all back. Awareness. Crazy, yeah. The more we know, then our system will go like, that sounds interesting. I don't know why. It's super uncomfortable. But let's go see what's up. Readjust, you know? You have to. Don't stay where the fuck you're at because we are... Evolutionary creatures. Yes. And the second you stop evolving, you might as well just shoot yourself. You start dying. You're whoa, dead.
0: whoa, take it easy, nah, man. Take that. it easy. You Kill yourself. I'm so comfortable <laughs> right now, man. You
1: start dying slowly. Uh, you man. know, it's like no, that bird that go. goes and he gets out of the fucking the branches
0: and he builds his nest and he's like, ah, <laughs> oh, comfortable. Let him be comfortable, dog. I, there's a lot of fucking branches in this place that Kill yourself <laughs> <laughs> Die! Everything I have a covered TV in my bedroom, dog. I made it.
2: <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Don't kill yourself. Fight for your right to party.
0: <laughs> how, how addictive is comedy? You said you've done drugs. How addictive is comedy compared to it? Drugs have no chance. No. No. When you, when you get
2: on stage and there's fucking 500 people or three people and you can see their cheeks hurting, when you can see them crying from laughter
3: yeah
2: when they fucking come up to you and said you saved their life oh yeah like
3: come on bro yeah
2: it's a
0: superpower
1: it's an, oh. it's an insane it's, adrenaline you know I, I, I'm worried superpower.
0: about Frankie Frankie's getting up there I dude. heard he's, Frankie he's getting some laughs I'm waiting for him to say like hey man I'm fucking getting divorced dude that's uh, it I'm you. packing
1: up my car I'm road you know yeah, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> I can't say I haven't thought
0: about it <laughs> Every time a, Let like, me know if you plan to do that. I'll think, I'll become a better version of myself. <laughs> and those two guys that live together, dog, I share an apartment with you. <laughs> oh, a better version like of me and, and the comic hey, version of you, to you dog. Right? My Luis, bro. Hey, Let's let go. go. go he's a little Snooky and <laughs> friends. There
2: you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, but
1: you're right, man. The stage, me, you, 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 every, uh, every punchline. When was hit. your first time?
2: What was your first
1: time? Uh, last June, in, uh, Open mic And it was just one of those where, where I had been writing for so long that I just say, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to go to open mic now. How long have you been writing before you performed? Six months. Just writing, you know? It's very nice. And then uh, and, uh, I just went and did open mic, and most of the punchlines hit. And I was like, damn, you know?
2: And it was Think on. about that, man. The you hook. prepared for half a year. The hook? I never you know? prepared at all. No. That was a hook. You know? It, 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 And everybody has their own shit, their own journey, their own experience. Yeah. Like, But when you go up there and you nail it,
0: You're fucked. You're screwed.
2: You're hooked. This is the shit. Like wow. I literally said X, Y, and Z, and they (laughs) laughed at that shit. I thought that shit was crazy (laughs) what I just said. (laughs) To be honest.
0: sit there and you write something that comes out of your mind and you say it on the mic, and a bunch of people react to it and the way they react to it, like that shit just came out of my mind and this is what I did to them with that thought. That must be fucking addicting, man. That must be powerful. I
2: well. I mean that would that would imply that I gave a shit about writing. Oh like, really? I didn't do that, bro. For uh, the fir- what were your for steps? the first? For the first, I'm not joking. For the first five six years, I didn't write
0: dick. Well, what well, well, was what was your technique? Would you go up there and just? I would shoot from the, 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 the hip, or what? that was the bet.
2: Yep, every single time really? I would shoot from the hip. Every really? single time, day one I shot from the hip, and every time after that I shot from the hip. Although shooting from the hip. Became something different. Whereas. Like. Okay. Did this joke. I like that one. Let me say it again. But it wasn't like. I'm going to refine it. And yeah. I'm going to set it up better. And I'm going to. If I would have. I would have like 10 specials by now.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Like it's not a cocky thing. I just feel like. I would have. I was I about to ask you that if, right if, now. If what it was what like, if
0: you would have followed. The process like everybody else. in the
2: I would have. But then. What if that success would have led to my downfall an you know, unrecoverable downfall bigger drugs bigger but you're still going, to the, resources. You're still going to that direction so you're. but suc- but this is the thing is like all you're concentrating on is comedy mm-hmm. my job is to concentrate on my whole life okay so if i just do comedy sure i got go hard hit it i was already killing it you know like one of my last shows before I backed away from Hollywood is like... It was a stupid-ass lineup. Where like six of those people are now... They all have comedy specials on Netflix. They have movies. They have... You know... On this show, it's it's Sal's Comedy Hall. It was Joe Rogan. I think Tiffany was there. My, it was just a, a ridiculous lineup, dude. Mm-hmm. It was like... And I was... I got seven minutes on that shit. But it was... And I remember we... I did my shit. Came back outside... And I'm hanging out. I mean, Joe Rogan's right here, dude. I'm just like, it, it, it's it's Tom Segura was there, I think. Like, and I, I didn't even know who Tom was at the time. And now he's like one of my favorite comics that I love listening to. Like, I was just in this space where all that shit was like, all right, cool. I'm here. Yeah. It was it was just becoming so normal. But again, there's a lot of what ifs. But I love this fucking the way it's happening. Yeah. I love it. I fucking love it. And I know so many comics now. Like, I don't need to network because I've been producing for a decade. Yeah. So I know a lot of comics. And if I just set it up the right way, I can make a lot of crazy shit happen mm-hmm. if I really want to. And if the resources are there and yes. the right situations there. there. And, and that's where, like, even business comes in. Understanding business and failing at business. You know, like, I could have all these things going on, but I'm not where I want to be. I'm still, in my opinion, where I want to be compared to where I'm at, I'm still struggling. Significantly.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? Especially where you're at right now at this moment. And struggling (laughs) is a good thing, man. (laughs) Real real quick, we're going to take a quick break. We will be right back. All right, guys, uh, we're back. Walter had to take a leak because uh, he's got a mass bladder.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Snooky had her vagina leaking and she had to go to so, the fucking bathroom.
0: So, le so. Una a Walter. He's good for another 20 minutes. Huh? So
2: I just shoved this microphone that they're using up my cooter. <laughs> so, I'm just going to pee all over that. But look, while he was
0: peeing, because it was
2: him, um, you know, Frankie and I were talking about uh, life again. And um, we were talking about comedy and stand-up. And uh what was the last little lecture part I was giving you right now? Well, I was telling you how I sacrifice sleep for oh, yeah. comedy Rest. and podcasting. So I sleep like three hours a day. He sleeps about three hours a day. How many kids do you have? Two kids. How old? Uh eight and ten. Eight eight and ten? What's this twenty year old? Well, I mean, he's there,
0: but I mean, he's a... You didn't even count him, bro! I don't know, man. Oh I, I just told you. I just told you. I don't count my kids under 18. Hey, I just I told know. you. I'm always like, move on already. Yeah. yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm a month shows. away from having no kids. I, 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 I always, I'm always, always punching <laughs> them like, man, What Do you have any kids... No, you I, don't understand I, the I freedom, dog. No, huh? I understand freedom. freedom. No, no, what no. do you mean? Know, I <laughs>
2: understand freedom. No, the, lack you mother- of freedom. freedom. The, the lack of freedom. And, and, and the the lack freedom. the our return
0: to freedom. I love my freedom.
2: That's what I don't understand. A return to freedom yeah. is what I don't understand. <laughs> I never stopped being free. Is what I'm saying. Yes, yeah. so, You know what I'm saying. So, like, come so I don't count my 20 year old. Look, I'm, I'm, I need you to understand. You have an 8 year old and a 10 year old. Yes. Do you have what do you feel about being a part of their life? Uh oh, it's
1: it's uh mostly everything. Like in mostly other words. Everything. In other words like yes like um uh, another thing I do is sacrifice sleep
2: for them too for like uh homework. Okay, you know what just stop there. I love that line. You sacrifice sleep for them. Yes. Okay. Think about that shit. Put yourself, we're going to go into empathy right now. Okay. Put yourself in their shoes. Be an eight year old and you're, and you're their dad. Be that 10 year old and you're their dad. And I'm going to fucking throw in the 20 year old. <laughs> All right, go. Be a 20 year old and you are their dad. This late 40s, my, let's just say 50. 50 year old man is their dad. Eight years old. He already went through his most formidable years. And you've been there every fucking year. You've been there the whole time. He has the, the level of attachment he has to you is undefinable. There's no way you could write about it. There's no way you could put it down on paper. There's no way you can express how attached that little boy is. 10 year old boy, same shit, but now he's got an extra two years. Maybe he doesn't want to care about you that much. Okay. Regardless all three of them want you in their life and they don't know how much yet until they start having their own kids and grandpa's there and now grandpa can be a part of my kid? Holy shit, I love my dad. I cannot wait for my dad to influence my kid because I love my dad. Yet you're not sleeping for them. And if you don't sleep, you won't be there for their kids. And you won't be there for a lot of shit. Because if you don't rest, your organs don't rest. Your brain doesn't rest. Your stress doesn't rest. And you're slowly or quickly killing yourself. No disrespect. I think quickly. (laughs) No disrespect, but you're a little girthy right now. Little plump. I was a big boy, 360 mm-hmm. pounds, fatter than both of you guys combined, hey, I'm going to guess. And, mo- and, and
1: most of this happened when I started doing comedy and stuff like that, you know, like we start giving up time. I, I, I you have to you, be
2: fucking mindful, bro. You're nothing. If you want to be, look, we're not going to, death is, I, I believe is an illusion. We just change form. Yes. So I can't hang out with you and do podcasts anymore. But I could show up and hang out over here while you record a podcast. And if I'm a dick, I'll pinch your nipples during the middle and you won't know <laughs> what the fuck is going on. And he'll still uh, be
0: late too. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> you'll you'll be, late be late as a late. ghost, dog.
2: <laughs> and so, and so you got, you have to decide how serious you are about being in their life. But you're stuck right now. You don't even believe in a future. You won't address the past. Oh, man. The past got me here. So, yeah. And the past is going to kill you from experiencing more here's. Your past is what leads you to not being fully healthy or loving yourself to a level that leads you to eat your vegetables more than red meat, that leads you to running more without killing more. Like... It leads you to these behaviors that lead to a better version of you. That better version of you will last longer and be around longer for these children you created and for the children they created. At yeah, some yeah. point you have to bounce out. That's just the rule of the game. Yes. Yeah, yeah. At some point you have to leave, but you do have a lot of control about how long you kick it on this on this realm. And hey, so it's on
0: you. Walter do we owe you a co-payment for this? <laughs> yes, you do. I feel like, yes, you like you I feel do. like you could build our insurance company. Yeah, <laughs> man. We like, you heard the podcast? Pay them. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks for the words, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm serious. No, no. But, hey, hey. We welcome your opinion, dude. Yes, yeah, sir. So we, we, we welcome it. You know, you have you guys both
2: have really good energy, and so you're not the first person to say that. No, Please, you have, go ahead. You guys have, 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 have good, good energy. And I, I'll definitely send, if you guys need any help booking, I'll, I'll help you guys out. But I'm telling you, that to me even means I want you guys around longer. And that's what it comes down to. I want you around longer. <laughs> uh, you know how we're talking about masculinity
1: and how a lot of things never leave you. One time somebody told know and I, you guys are... are or free spirits or something?
0: Uh, oh, oh, what happened was we were at the bike race. <laughs> yes. We saw a ghost. We saw ghosts was... ghost and... Uh, Wait, where, 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 where were you? Okay, so the the way the story was... We uh, we cycle, right? Okay. This is a long time ago. We oh, you guys were, do? Yeah, yeah. We, we were on the mountain bike.
2: <laughs> it was a long time ago. <laughs>
0: yeah, because you look at us and you're like, we get down, <laughs> like, downhill. downhill cyclists?
2: <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> I got to make sure that he's <laughs> considered. Yeah, who the yeah. fuck <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about. Are we to. downhill cyclists or what? These guys sound so so uh, cyclists. They got
0: bikes over there. They got bikes over there. That proves that we cyclists. They're cyclists. They're cyclists.
2: A psycho, or cyclist, psycho <laughs> <cycle, laughs>
0: cyclist. So uh, the what happened was we were cycling in uh, Tecate, in Mexico, right? That Through the mountains of Tecate, we were on the mountain bikes. Uh, we saw a ghost, right? Yes. And uh, I don't believe that shit. I'm atheist, it's agnostic. It's a, a floating
1: white dress, you know? Yeah. So I told a uh, uh, a person who's spiritual, and they're like, "Oh, you guys are are, are free spirits or pure pure." pure. Pure yes. and they're just like I'm not a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: kids. I got I got grandkids What are you talking about? I have
1: videos. And I'm like, dude, that's, that's the, the guy thing never leaving you. You know, uh, yeah, like yeah.
0: he
2: felt all like that's insecure. So, that's how you defend yourself. Yeah, you <laughs> know, he felt oh. all insecure. I'm BD right now. I can prove it. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, that's like actually evidence that he's not fully there yet because a real man don't even have to do shit. Yeah. Like a real, I'm telling you that the level of mastery is like, that's, a, that's actually scary when you realize how much, how far away you are from mastery. Yes. Like it's fucking crazy how far away I am from mastery. Even though I feel like, man, I'm pretty good right now. <sighs> I'm weak as fuck if I compare it to myself. Like, cause imagine that, like, that shouldn't even have touched you. Like, <sighs> no, it shouldn't have touched you at all
0: you like, wait, 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 what are you talking about? No, 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 <laughs> fucking, my talking my about? stroke is strong, right? <laughs> you know
1: what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I got, fucking... I got game, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling so you. So, I, I was, I was about, I thought it was hilarious, you know? So, so, I, I, I always tell, an example of like, like, our, our, ourselves, like, a version of ourselves that we grew up with is always staying with us, you know? Like, I know, for example, like, me, I'm always talking about like the fighting part. You know, you know, you got that, you know, and it just, it always stays with there, like you said. Somebody tuck it in your ear or whatever it is. My shit,
2: uh, I'm I'm about to throw myself under the bus. Like, my shit ended up being sex. Like, that was my revenge. Like, when I got my heart broken, I I went after sex. And I wanted to, like, just no girl was going to get away from me. I wanted to pollinate. I wanted to, like, get up in there. I wanted to. And I look back and I'm like, I don't have a lot of regrets because I love who I am now. But I wish I wouldn't have done that. Yeah. I didn't realize how weak I was. And that was pure weakness. People don't understand. Like again, we go back to the same shit. It's lack of awareness. But if you're if you're aware of this fact that as a human being, when something negative happens to you, something painful, sad, or whatever the fuck it is, negative, when it happens to you, there's three things you're most likely going to resort to. It's called the three R's. You're either gonna resent that person or that moment or that day or that life or something. You're going to resent something. You could be the, the chick that is in denial or the dude that's in denial. So you might resist, you know, like you might resist the truth. Like, no, it is what, nah, it's not. I don't believe it. Nope. Blah. Blah. Nope. Trump is beautiful. He's a great human being. Like, what are you talking about? Nope. Or we seek revenge. Revenge, resistance, or resentment. And none of them make you feel good. None of them. You, 20-some years later, 30, I think we calculated? More 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 30-ish. 30-ish, 33-ish. He said he was a teenager. So 30 would still leave 18 years on the table or something like that. Mm -hmm. So let's just go... 33 35ish
0: Fucking Reagan was president back then. Bro, huh? <laughs>
2: Reagan, yeah. That's almost 40 years that you're holding a grudge. You still want vengeance. Still want my chance to fight you want, back you uh, want you want you want to vengeance. get the fight back. <laughs> that's how bad it is. Are oh, oh, those fights. right? looks oh, like and, and and we are creatures of energy. So even on that run, super healthy physical activity, but you're killing your spirit the whole time. Like, your spirit does not want to give a fuck about that anymore. Like, it means nothing now. That person does not affect your life on a day-to-day. And so this is where you have to take inventory. Like, why are you the If it's fucking resistance, revenge, resentment, like, you better sit the fuck down and go like, whoa. Because none of those are going to make you feel good. None of them. Trust me. I tried. None of them make you feel good. And the whole fucking point about living is feeling good. Yeah. I just want to feel good. That's why I do stand-up. That's why I do creative shit. That's why I have a dog. That's why I go to the dog beach. That's why I get into the ocean every single month. That's why I go to comedy shows. That's why I go to poetry lounges. That's why I do what I do. I read books. I go to the gym. All that shit makes me super fucking happy. Yeah. But when you fucking incorporate resentment and revenge and all that, you're just you're just ruining your life. Killing yourself from the inside, right? Yeah. Literally. And so all those cells, they start communicating negativity to each other. Remember those cells we talked about? Yes. And they all start talking to each other.
0: It's gonna be in the quiz, Frankie. And then
2: <laughs> yeah. And then what does that lead to? Stress, anxiety, depression. And i I highly suggest anybody listening, go on Netflix and watch the movie Heal. H E A L Heal. Heal watch that movie and understand meditation, vibration, all that shit because it literally kills you when you're not vibrating the right way. You're literally, your cells are dying. anxiety and stress releases the harmful chemicals. And this is why so many people have cancers that are unexplainable. I'm sure everybody here has lost somebody to cancer. Like I, we yes. all have. Oh, yes, yes. of course. Like, yes. like that, that's how quick it was. Because so many people don't handle stresses. Meditation helps stress, anxiety, depression, PTSD. Like, and they don't do it. Yeah. Eating healthy helps you with all those things because our bio, like our, 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 our stomach, our gut, what it processes leads to what we feel and think and all that shit. It's in our system. Oh, I know that for sure. So, kind of like we're going back earlier, the traumatized chicken or whatever the fuck. (laughs) That's affecting your fucking biodome over here in your stomach. And then it leads to you acting in a way that you don't want to act.
0: One of my buddies uh, told me that story, too. I I agree with you. He goes, a lot of these cows are coming in, and they're fucking popping a cap in their fucking head. And they're seen. They're just fucking dying. So the cow behind it knows what's going on. What's going to happen? That cow reacts with fear. That fear comes out in the, the blood. And, and that fear, we fucking The fuck whole line it, right? feels it. Yeah. The Not whole, just yeah. the cow. No, no. The whole line. Yeah. Well, every, all the cows that are there watching that shit, the fear comes out of them. And then when you eat it, you eat that fucking fear. you seen
2: videos where pigs jumping out the back of the truck. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah. all that shit matters, man. Yeah. And so we don't as a society. And this is where, this is where fuck the government comes in, in my opinion. Because <laughs> their job this whole time was to dumb us down. Don't try shrooms. Don't go get a medicine woman. Don't go healing yourself. Move on. Be a man. Nike. Just do it. Come but, on. And, and buy our medicine. <laughs> you know? They're, yeah, buy our medicine. Pills, if you know. you're
0: sick. By Pfizer. If mm-hmm.
2: you can't handle it, we got a pill for you. Yeah. But other than that, nothing else works. Stop with this witchcraft shit. Stop with this plant medicine. What are you talking about? All this shit, right? And they're... So, if you just... Think about breaking it down. What they tell you not to do, go fucking do it. Yeah, Because that's literally the answer to your stress, to your anxiety, to your depression, to to you succeeding, to you starting to believe in yourself and loving yourself and really, really manifesting into existence what you really want in this world. They're shutting us down. This shit, as delicious as it may be, (laughs) this shuts us down. Don't say nothing. Fuck it. I'm telling. Watch, you. your right now, I'm I'm telling you, watch your
0: mouth right I'm now, Mister. I'm telling Mr. you, bro. Watch your mouth right now, you This right here, that my house,
2: shuts us down. And then we just rather just drink this than address what's going to make us stronger. Because we've been taught that if you address or look into pain, into discomfort, that's when life sucks.
1: Or, or so that, don't do that. Or shit. that you're weak as a man.
2: You know. Or what you, mean? yeah. That is one of the biggest things. For me, a Warriors rising. If I fucking like bring it down to a point of who it is for, it's inner city young men. We are taught. We are fucking conditioned to be machistas. Yes. We are conditioned to control the woman. And the woman has a role. And these kids better do what the fuck we say. Because we are the man of the house. And we are the providers. We are taught all this, like, we are conditioned, brainwashed. Yes. Into this shit. And then we're 40 and our wife hates us and our kids hates us and our co-workers hates us. And we don't fucking get it because we're cool. Mm-hmm. I was a break dancer in the eighties. Why do you hate me? What the <laughs> fuck are you talking I, about? I was I, an, I, I was an
0: extra electric boogaloo. 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 I uh, yeah.
2: play, I play high school football. I play high school football. <laughs> <laughs> My, my high school football number was 69 how can you hate me
0: yeah.
2: what are you talking about
0: four touchdowns in one game yeah. God damn it
1: fucking poke high bitch you know what man uh, the other side of that never leaves other people either because I have a few jokes where I talk about playing high school football and people would come after the show and oh you think you're bad because you play high school football and I'm like fuck like that should never left people, you know. So really? there's a there's a yeah, book. Like, bro. Some
0: football player bones his chicken high school. That, you, watch, or, you know, dude, dude, or, 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 or treat him like
1: shit
2: or something, you know. There's this book called the, Sh- the the wisdom of the shamans by by uh Don Jose Ruiz, which is Don Miguel Ruiz's son, who wrote the Four Agreements. Both of those books should be in your fucking library. And Don Jose Don Jose Ruiz Jr. wrote the Mastery of Self. All three of those books should be in your library. But in The Wisdom of the Shamans, he talks about masks. And what you just described is someone putting a mask on you. Yes. And they create the mask. As soon as they heard football player, they're like, oh, where's my fucking football player mask? Boom. This guy's a fucking douche. This guy is a fucking jock. He's probably dumb. Yes. He's still big. He's still fat. He's probably slow. And then he came up and told you what the fuck he told me. Yes. And it had nothing to do with you. But he had this, this, this experience with football players. Yes. And then he attached this story to football players. And now every football player he comes across is going to be that kind of person. Could be a jock, a dumbass. And then all of a sudden they meet a smart football player. Like, what? You're totally different. Mm -hmm. You are an anomaly. And it's really them that they're so primitive with their thinking and they're so whack with their fucking lack of open-mindedness that you now fall into. And how about if the football player he knows fucked him up Mm -hmm. and bitch slapped him and stole his girlfriend? And now you're paying the price because, oh, football player, boom, you're a threat. This is my girl, don't even fucking think about it, bro. Men and
0: women. Men and women, yes, absolutely. That's is, a human thing. That's a humanity. Is that what I was doing earlier when I was telling you, like, oh yeah, man, we have comics over, and I'm like, hey man, how come you're so quiet? Mm-hmm. I put the comic yeah. mask as on soon as you and said, hey know, man. And know? that's
2: what, dude, society does that to us. There are so many times like we go do a show, we perform, we get off stage, we stay for the meet and greet, and then we just we're quiet. And we just like taking pictures, like. Ah. Yeah.
3: What's that energy? Put the, you had on put stage? the red nose on yeah, and yeah. continue.
2: Yeah. True. When we get to the show. The show's not even happening. Tell me a joke. Oh, you're you're one of the comics. Tell me a joke. Shut up, bitch. What the <laughs> fuck do you do for a living? Yeah. You know, I'm a seamstress. Fucking make this shirt fit me better. I don't know. What the fuck are you talking <laughs> take about? Take it in the back. Yeah, take right? it. In. Yeah. I don't know. You know, it's just we do that. We put masks, and we do that with our parents, with our children. With our dogs, with our fucking coworkers. Like you, you, the show started with you talking about putting masks on people. Yeah. Like, and it's not fair. It's absolutely not fair. And you're the only one that gets frustrated. So yes, uh, so empathy for sure. I mean, that's, empathy. That's like understanding of other compassion, yeah. empathy and compassion. That's what's going to lead you to not judge or get pissed off. That another forty-eight-year-old person is still a renter, has a fucking nineteen-ninety-eight Honda Civic. You know, yeah, true. You don't know what and he went through. I, I,
1: I, I, I know. You and don't know what he went through. I think that's about. my biggest flaw. That you're a dick, Frank. I, I judge people. About but, to but, Frank, you're right? basically, you're a dick. So I don't care about doing this podcast I, with you I anymore. I judge people by my circumstances. <laughs> And I say, you know what? I made it through some shit, and I'm okay. What's your problem, you know? <laughs> and even though everybody has different circumstances, you know, and yeah. and, and things to deal with, you know? Yeah. So
2: right now, let's just be real. How, after what you've listened to, and based on how you accepted it or didn't accept it, how do you feel right now about how you've been doing certain things?
1: Well, uh, the, main, the main thing I got from what we've talked right now, is, uh, uh, the main, the main changes that are, are going on in my head right now, I have to find, uh, more sleep and balance. But as far as, uh, other stuff, like, oh I could live without God it could have moved out, you know, cause, uh, that's why, you know, I, I don't live in Estale anymore, I know. So, so that, that's something, uh, don't get me wrong. I still drive through Estale every once in a while. <laughs> no, I, I, I hope you never I think, stop. I, I think, I think I might get lucky, you know, and find something. I hope something. you never stop. But, uh, but, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, so I don't have to worry about that. You know, that just, that just little things that, you know, but the main thing to deal with right now is better balance. And right now, all I'm thinking about, like, I think I could make, I already got some things I gotta, I, I think I could, uh, I'll make adjustments, you know, but, uh, for, like you said, health. But why?
2: Why do you feel that you have to make adjustments?
1: Uh, health. Uh, health because, uh, and, and not only the kids, I mean, I'm selfish. In that I'm thinking like, you know what? I'm getting too heavy to golf. Good. <laughs> I'm getting, um, my runs are not as good as they used to be. Um, uh, I'm a weekend like sports guy. I can't wake up and go play a softball tournament because I'm not as healthy as I should be. You know, you know what I mean? I don't and think know. If of, it's and think, about,
2: think about that. Like what you just described is a perfect example because everything you described that you're no longer doing the way you like to do them. That That's where I talk about self-love. You're literally cock-blocking yourself with unhealthy habits from the stuff that you really enjoy doing. Yes. Playing softball. Like doing the thing that you like to do. And because something's going on, and this is where the work is at. Something's going on over here in your head. The that, subconscious mind. I need thirty that hours a day or you. forty. You know, you need do <laughs> you. You could know replace a lot of rest with meditation. Twenty minutes of transcendental meditation is like taking a three hour nap,
0: bro. You know, like well, you don't understand that we've had that issue where we were doing actually we weren't even doing a lot of podcasts. When it was, it was like three that weekend. You had stuff with the kids. We had a disagreement that day, and uh I told him, dude, you gotta get some fucking sleep. And I remember you—you you ended up sleeping a little bit more. Yeah, and it really changed your—you know—changed a lot of shit, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It really made a b- big difference. There. I went through. I, 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 I like it when he starts to put on a little bit of weight, and then <laughs> he loses weight because then he gives me his old clothes. Though. He dresses. A good, he's, he's, a, he's a really good dresser. And I'm like, and I'm like, hey, I like that shirt, Frankie. Hey, listen, yeah, wait hey, lose some weight now. Lose some weight. I like yeah, that bro. shirt. Bro.
1: Hey, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Snooky, <Snug> oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like, I it. Like yeah,
1: but, uh, uh, yeah, so, um, that's the main thing right now, you know, like, there has to be balance. But, uh, like, comedy is where I want to go to. And in my perfect world, kids thrive, comedy thrives, and somehow I'm healthy in there <laughs> with no sleep. But yeah, uh, yeah, tell I'm you about this. your golf
0: game, fool. Come yeah, on. Well, Come all, on. You just said golf first. It's not part I'm, of it. I'm going to tell you.
2: I have a hard time with this part. Yes. Because you used the word that I, I have a hard time with. And you said perfect. Yes. Perfectly. That's what we're all chasing, you know? No, we're not. I mean, I... That's where I... That, I'm glad you even fucking said that. I'm chasing. That's where we have been conditioned to chase. Yes. That's the fucking carrot that has been dangled in front of us. That if we put in the right amount of hours, the right amount of effort... Life will be perfect. Yes. Life will never be perfect. Every single day we wake up, we're different. Every single day. Yes. Which means our energy changes every single day. Yes. And if you believe in fucking science, like atoms touching atoms Yeah, regeneration, regeneration. No, 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 fuck regeneration. <laughs> right now, you can't see it, but we're all touching each other. That's right, podcasters. We're all <laughs> touching each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know
0: hey, There's no video here. Just trust me. My foot's under the we're table. We're all, touch <laughs> <I'm laughs> <touching, I'm laughs> all touching each other. My toes are touching each other. We're all touching Hey, hey, we're, we're, we're all <laughs> <hey, laughs> touching we're,
2: we're all brought <laughs> our feet closer <cleaned laughs> to each other. You see how our, fucking. Our feet are, with our That's how conditioned they are. They're all fucking homophobic. No, we're not. We're not fucking touching each other. What the fuck you talking about? no, I got kids. But what I'm talking about is atoms like aura or no, no no literally okay so oxygen is in this room right yes it's literally i just breathe it in you're breathing it in it's right here it's floating and oxygen is touching me and i'm touching oxygen and then oxygen is oxygen oxygen and carbon you know co2 and they're touching each other and then they touch your shirt and then so we're literally on a fucking micro micro microscopic level sharing all that we are little. touching each other Every single atom, every single everything has its own little energy, its own little ball, its own little sphere of communication, touching each other. We're literally sharing energy here. That's what happens all the fucking time. Yes. Okay? That's what's happening all the time. So when we vibrate at a higher level, then all of a sudden, you end up on stage. And you end up making friends with comics. And you end up having a podcast. And then you end up having a deep conversation. And then you end up, and then you end up, and then you end up, and then you end up. It's that connection that is underestimated. Yes. You know? And your kids feel it. And your wife feels it. And your ex feels it. And whoever, the, your parents feel it. So it comes down to breaking it down to how you want to live. And so when you're talking about this this energy and this and then, and then what you're doing, you know, and, and what you need to bring into the table. Be very mindful that it's like really deep, but it doesn't have to be the end of the world. Like, still have fun, still be chill, still like. But the more you learn, watch how shit evolves. Yes, and you want to be around. I could tell, dude, you want to be around. Like, just be mindful of that. You know, people people don't even know how to use certain tools. One of the best tools to use is called power question. No power question. No. So I actually have it as my screensaver on my phone right now. But one of, uh, a sample of my power question is: What would the best version of you do right now? And the best version of me is fucking healthy, rich, successful, influential, helps tons of communities, educates the fuck out of people. Is diabetic, like, honestly, this would not be what the best version of myself would be doing. Yes. It wouldn't. I'm diabetic. I'm drinking this. It wouldn't. So it's an immediate notification that I'm not where I want to be. And there's all sorts of reasons, and I'm not going to beat myself up about it, but there's all sorts of reasons why I'm not there yet. Okay. just more work to be done. So it's not about beating yourself up and it's not about like, oh, you're gay for trying this and you're a pussy for trying that. It's just when you start getting chill and, and and, and again, sit in silence. Let's see what your system tells you. Just honor that shit because that's really what's going to help you have a better relationship with your 20-year-old, with your 8-year-old, with your 10-year-old. If every lady exists or doesn't exist. It's going to have a better relationship with every experience you ever had in your life. And all of a sudden, that's going to make your stand-up comedy go through the roof because now you can tell these stories without this hang-up of embarrassment or this hang-up of judgment because you already, you've accepted it. It is what it is. What happened, happened. I am who I am. I love myself. Let's get to work. You know, the one reason
1: I want to, I want to... No more or be, I have to find this way to communicate to people without them feeling I'm talking down to them or, or scolding them. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm always been big brother and uh, I'm, I'm doing all this on my siblings and cousins. So I'm always been that big brother guy, you know,
2: smacking those around to lighten up. Let's change the words because the way you describe it, it makes you sound like a really good person. And I'm not saying that you're not a good person. You know? Let's like, watch. Let's do what I'm saying. Let's do it. Because what you said is, I'm a big brother. I'm a big cousin. I'm a big this. I'm a dad. You know. But really, you're a control freak. <laughs> well, see what I
1: mean. Like when I tell people they, they every every uh, I'm telling them stuff to guide them, but everybody takes it the wrong way. You know, like most people, like you know, they don't
2: absorb the message. I heard you know? what you said in the beginning and, and of the they, podcast, and they fight back and you how know? you said it because. Cause you judge people and you're like, come on, man. Like, you really? You can't do this shit. And so you have to be mindful of if it's so consistent, it's a very, this is a very hard part. Yes. If it's so consistent that a lot of people take you that way, maybe you are that way. Well, that's what I'm
1: saying. I have to find and that's where pride and ego a different way. Like, no. Without to. giving
2: chichi, cause, you
1: know, uh, but, we, but, we, but, grow, we
2: don't okay. give chichi, you know? Remember I told you earlier? Like, remember I told you earlier about what? like people stay on the surface of shit? Yes. That's what you're doing right now. Maybe I need to find a new approach. No. <laughs> Maybe you need to dive in and see why you are a control freak. And why do you feel this need to pound this information into people and expect them to behave a better way? Like you describe your kids, you describe your 20 year old, you just, you've described a few things in this podcast and it's a lot of like, come on, if I can do it, you can do it. This happened. Come on. It's a lot of that. Yes. So it's very authoritative and it's very like, come on, get your shit together, bro. Right. It's it's a lot of that. So that's where you need to go. Why do I feel the need? Why can't I get them to where I want them to get to without having to be this authoritative presence? And they have to do it my way. And because I made it, they should make it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's very inconsiderate. It's, it really is, and I don't know. I'm just trying to get
1: around that. You know, and that.
2: It, but the way you get around it is by accepting this kind of conversation. It's not. It, this is where I, what did I say earlier. You got to be nice to yourself. Don't be a dick to yourself. Yeah. And that's very hard because we only can behave based on what we've known. So if I'm used to being a dick, like for example, myself, the reason I'm such a good comedian, especially if there's a heckler in the crowd, is because if they heckle me, do you realize I have fucking 35 years of experience talking shit in the streets? <laughs> yeah. Like I had to talk shit to cholos like leaders of gangs that if I fuck up, so I need to talk shit and still be funny. Yeah. Like I can't just talk shit to be a dick. I'm gonna get my ass beat, but if I to talk shit and be funny, I got mad skills. I call that tap
1: dancing. Cause I I uh I was never allowed to be, well, I mean, I promise my mom would never join gangs. So, you know, when you're a big dude around gangs, everybody wants you in their gang, mm-hmm. or you're their enemy. So so you pick your fights. I was just like three or less. I could do this, you know. Or I could survive it. Five or more, you have to either tap dance or or get a, or uh, you know get out of the, the yeah. situation, you know. You know, area analysis, etc. You know. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. So
1: so I learned a lot of that, like maneuvering crowds, where you like the like you say, you know, you gotta so talk shit. So ne-
2: the next level is do that same shit but internally because. Inside of us is this bullshitter who's been bullshitting for years. And so when you really want to evolve and you really want to change, and you really want to become the best version of yourself, that's your enemy. It's this motherfucker that's been kicking it for 30, 40, whatever years inside of you. And then you realize, like, I don't want to be this dude. Like, ah, shut the
1: fuck up, bitch. Yes, we do. We love being this dude. <laughs> <You're>, um, <laughs> Go
2: pick up on the next hoe. Go pick up those drugs. Go fucking, don't worry about your kid. You don't have to see him this weekend either. Like, look, you know? Like, that's the that's the enemy. And so when you get to work,
0: some fucking Jedi shit. Right?
2: Yeah, because uh, yeah, it was your self-defense
1: mechanism for so long, you know? So,
0: man. All right, man. Shit. You know what? Uh, we are getting to the end and I want to say that I am so happy he picked on you and not me, Frankie. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, hey, like, I,
1: I learned a lot, so I'm glad, you know. Yeah, yeah,
0: thank you. Yeah, man. Thank man. you. And, and I, I think, I think we got a few questions. Um, um, what's that musky smell coming out of that little bag that you have? Oh, it's there? weed. It's weed. It's marijuana. <laughs> okay. So, I didn't know if
2: I could smoke in here, so I brought my stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I wanted to, uh, let you guys know that, um, there's four people in here. Us three and weed. <laughs> so you watch- Her name is
2: Marijuana. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think she said about 95% of the words that were spoken in this room. <laughs>
2: about, yeah. about.
0: Yeah. About. About.
2: <laughs> about, about okay. yeah. Yeah. Seems right, right? Very
0: spoken this girl, Marijuana. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, Walter. Hey, um, Walter. We're releasing this uh, next Friday, so if you got any dates you want to shout out, where you're going to yeah, be so next at? Next Friday is you February. Know, you went, Okay, so be.
2: today is Valentine's Day. First of all, fuck you, people doing anal. I hate you. <laughs> Unless I'm doing anal today too, then I'm happy for all of us. Um, aside from that, yeah, I do have some shows coming up. I have a a show on um uh Thursday, February nineteenth at La 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 Cura. La Cura. La Cura. Um, yeah. Oh, you gonna, gonna be yeah, there? I'm gonna be oh, there. Nice. Yeah. yeah see there, little, I get, uh, got a little add on on that. So I'll be a la cura on the 19th. Um, or is it the 20th? Is that Wednesday?
0: That's, I, that's what Johnny Rock is. Uh, yeah. 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 That yeah.
2: That one, they should have on Wednesdays. It, is, is it, yeah, it Wednesday, Wednesday? yeah. So it's 19th. Yeah. So it's the 19th. And then I'm doing, um, a fundraiser on Friday, the 21st. Um, I think I have a show on Thursday, too. Wait, is it Thursday? I think it is Thursday. Oh, uh, La Cura? So far, yeah, the Cura, Cura shows have been on Wednesday. Wednesdays. Yeah. Huh? Yes. Well, then I have another show on
0: Thursday then. I gotta, I gotta see where that's at. Uh, ask that's marijuana. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, <laughs> well, but anyways. Well, we'll,
2: we'll repost your stuff. Or yeah, 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 whatever you
0: do, we'll repost it. Okay. That way. So um, yeah, go,
2: go to my, go to my Instagram at A Warriors Rising. A Warrior, the letter A Warriors Rising, a Warriors Rising. Um, yeah, I'll be the 19th at La Cura. 20th, I know some, I'm somewhere as well. Um, Friday the 21st, I'm in Pomona. Um, and then Saturday I'm at, uh, I've been hunting in beach at the warehouse, which is a comedy show, which is a really cool artistic little venue. It's a BYOB, um, really cool. chill, smoke friendly. Bring your own beer? Bring your own <laughs> beer. No, yeah, you, can bring your, hey, you can bring your own booze, ice chest, whatever you want. Uh, it sits about 50 or 60 people. Um, we'll have everything finalized by this weekend because it sells out real fast. <laughs> I can see yeah, it. Right. It sells real fast. Smoke friendly, like I said, it's a, like a commercial area. So by the time we do our show, there's no nothing open. It's really chill. You bring a
0: hard hat. You yeah. got to bring a hard hat to go no, there. No, you're not Still good, toe boots. No, 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 all right. Down.
2: You're good. You're good. You're good. All right. It's Huntington Beach, bro. All right. But it's like it a warehouse. Yeah, and it. It's Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: not gonna shut us down, right? They, they <laughs> believe the law. They believe in the law. Um <laughs> So yeah, I have
2: that the 22nd. And, um, yeah, that's all for now. But, you know, just, uh, keep in touch, man. Social all right. media. All right. A Warriors rising. That's cool, man. Perfect. what do you got? Uh, the only thing I have scheduled,
1: uh, besides, uh, I'm always looking for little hustles here and there. It's, uh, the 23rd Sunday. I'm opening up for Alpha Robles at Liberty Live in Oxnard. So anybody so- have to
2: put me on this show. So bro. anybody
1: have, anybody have family down there, man? I tell them to swing by or, or anybody wants to do the caravan. Let's do this, man. Let's Party Sunday it. night, the 23rd. Let's uh, do
0: it, bro. Alright, alright. Uh, Dude. I, I am gonna be at, uh, Tacos Mexico's, uh, on Monday morning. I'm just gonna go eat, dog. burrito. I feel bad not saying something, so I gotta throw that in, man. You guys can go watch me eat, uh, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> can I smoke in the garage or what? Yeah, yeah, you can smoke in the garage. Uh, so, uh, we're out of here. Alright, guys. thanks for listening. And, uh, yes, thanks for joining us, bro. I appreciate it, man. You to give hey, us guys you a co-payment right now, real quick. <laughs>
2: All right, guys, we're out. If you guys need a therapy session, hit me up. I got you. All
3: right.